From Entrepreneur Media, this is Problem Solvers, a show in which entrepreneurs do what entrepreneurs do best, solve unexpected problems in their business. We were completely wrong. And I'm just like, it's not selling. It was like, we have to start from scratch. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, the editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. The internet is an outrage machine. We all know that, and Maybe we've even experienced some of it ourselves. And so, of course, this is a thing that happens regularly. Somebody will tweet something or whatever, and their tweet is stupid or offensive or just tone deaf. And everybody piles on this person, just destroys this person. This is a thing that happens. And it's not a good thing. You know, I mean, it's sort of a conflicting thing because... Sometimes the thing that they said is is really terrible and stupid, and sometimes they meant it to be terrible, and sometimes they, they didn't, sometimes they, they just weren't thinking. But either way, their lives and their careers may sometimes be changed forever. And, you know, is is that really what we want to be doing? Is that really the way in which we want to be holding people accountable for bad ideas or a momentary lapse in judgment? I don't know. You can make the judgment on that. But um, today, I, I want to really deeply engage with that because I, I have a conversation with somebody who just went through that exact experience. And um, very rarely, uh, because I think usually when this happens to people, they, they tend to just crawl in a hole. Um, this person was willing to talk with me about it just days after it happened. So um, I want to tell you about it. All right, it starts with a post on LinkedIn. Uh, This post went out the day that Russia was invading Ukraine. And this person wrote, While Russia is taking over Ukraine, we are taking over the Amazon event industry, pulling off the most exclusive Amazon event of the year next week, and then we get to work on the biggest event of the century in June, and so on and so on. Whoever can't handle it, take shelter. That, that was the post. Now, this was, uh, this was not from Amazon, to be clear. This was from a company that um, works with Amazon sellers and was promoting an event. And I saw this post and I thought, oh my gosh, what a terrible decision, right? Like it, it, it was pretty clear to me what was going on here, which was that this was a person who was trying, just trying to promote their event, fine, and tried to use the news as a hook and did it very poorly. Just very bad decision. And so uh, I, I took a screenshot of this and I blacked the person's name out because it wasn't really, to me, about piling onto the person. But it was a great object lesson in how not everything is a news hook. And that's exactly what I shared on social media. I, I said not everything is a news hook. And um, anyway, the person who who wrote that sent me a message, which I did not expect. Uh, I'm going to read you the message. Hi, Jason. I saw your post on LinkedIn forwarding my delusional post. I admit that I am a total piece of garbage for posting this, and I already apologized. You have no idea how much I regret it, especially now when the situation in Ukraine is really bad, as opposed to when I originally posted it. But either way, it should have never been posted. I took it upon myself to take a break from my business and work on a campaign to raise as much money for the Ukraine refugees and do whatever I can to help the terrible situation. So I would like to beg you to please remove the post. I appreciate you deleting my name and photo, but it still wakes people up again about it for no reason. Thank you. Uh, and so I, I read this and I thought, should I take it down? Or should this person 
not get to dictate what happens once they put something that stupid out into the world. But then I decided, you know, this person seems to have learned a lesson and it's not my job to go around teaching people lessons. So I deleted it. And then I also said, if you would like to talk about this for a podcast, uh, I will talk to you. And um, wouldn't you know it? It's understandable. People got angry and, and, and it's okay. This is Mac, the author of that post. So hi, yes, my, my name is Max Schlesinger. I'm involved like usually within the Amazon community, like the Amazon seller industry. I own a, a multiple like agencies where we offer like multiple services, like uh, from marketing to management to other stuff, like everything uh, surrounding um, helping Amazon sellers succeed. Now, to be clear, Mac didn't immediately say, let's do a podcast. Originally, we just hopped on the phone and talked about it, and he got comfortable with me, and I made the case for why it would be valuable for people to hear him talk about this. And then eventually he said yes, and we started recording. So here's what we're going to do here. I am going to play for you the conversation that I had with Mac, completely unedited, though there are a couple places where I'll jump in to add a little context. And my purpose here is not to excuse what Mac wrote, just as he is not excusing it himself. He knows that what he wrote was stupid. And for what it's worth, my feelings on the global issue are very straightforward. Vladimir Putin is dangerous and untrustworthy. Russia is lying to its own people about this war, and Ukraine deserves the world's support. There is no room for jokes about any of that. But there is room for humanity and understanding, and I think that Mac displays that in being willing to talk about this. And hearing his story should give you pause whenever you're about to post something online, and also, hopefully, pause whenever you're about to react to what someone else posted. So with that, we're going to take a short break and then come back with my conversation with Mac. No one succeeds alone. Even the best entrepreneurs know when it's time to bring in an outside expert. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. You can check work samples, client reviews, and more to make sure you're hiring the right pro for your business, and there's no cost until you hire. Plus, you only pay for work you approve. Whether you're looking to hire a single pro for a project or an entire team to scale your business, Upwork can help you reach your goals. And however you hire, Upwork is available to help you keep things running smoothly with 24-7 support, letting you stay focused on what matters, your business. Find the right talent for whatever your business needs at Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. All right, we're back. And now let's jump into the conversation with Mac. So, Mac, you got a lot of attention in a way that you did not want or intend for this post that you made on LinkedIn. Tell me where it actually came from. Yeah. So basically, the story was that I um, i don't know. I mean, for people that know me, you know that I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn, on social media, promoting my, my companies and stuff. And then one of the companies that I'm involved in is running events like for Amazon Solus. And at, a, at that time, it was like a week before the event. So uh, I was using all of my marketing uh, tactics to 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 promote and advertise the event and get people to sign up. So you know, I mean, as you know, I don't know if you know the marketers or whatever. It's like from posting so much, from thinking so much about like how how else can I promote the event? What else can I do? What else can I say? One of one post slipped out of the norm, and it 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 came out very negative, and um, an event vital, vital basically. And, and so you were just looking to try to 
get some attention for this event. What, what are your usual posts like? I mean, you know, this is this is surely the post of yours that the most number of people have seen, but it is also the least usual kind of post of yours. So what are you usually posting on LinkedIn? And how would you usually drive awareness to an event like this? Yeah, so so usually my, my LinkedIn is usually a, a combination of of uh, like a, I'm talking about myself, like who I am and what I do, and what and what, what I am, whatever. So and then it's like a combination of, of all my businesses, like uh, how I promote my, my the, the services that I do and uh, how I help people and stuff like that. So regarding the event in particular, I, I usually promote the event. You know, uh, what we're doing, where we're doing it, why we're doing it, and then we promote our sponsors, our attendees, our you know, people involved. So, uh, do you usually, or do you ever try to engage the news cycle? I mean, that's all, that's what happened here. Is you you were trying to make a connection between what was on people's minds and the event that you were promoting. Is that is that something that you usually try to do, or was that a total no, loop? To be honest, I mean, me as a person, I'm not really involved in the news. I mean, I don't really read the news or, or care about the news. I mean, I'm I'm busy running my business. I'm be, I'm, I'm busy supporting my family. I don't really uh, um, know about anything about the news, and that that's also part of the why it came out so wrong is because I'm, I'm a little bit uh, I'm uh, how do you say like uh, un uh, uneducated about the news. Mm. So so that's why I wasn't serious. so basically that particular post. I mean, I still don't know like how it came out from, of me, like because I, I never usually post this type of post. I, I'm trying I'm trying to think maybe what, uh, the alcohol was a little factor because I was after a party. <laughs> I was a little bit tipsy. I mean, I wasn't drunk obviously, but I was a little yeah. tipsy, so maybe that that was a part of it, but I have no idea. Like I'm still thinking, like how come I, what what made me what made me post it? What what made me think of it? I don't know. Yeah. So but so I, set the set the stage. So you're at you're you're leaving a party where you, where you went home. Did you post yeah, on so, post so mobile? Like, what's happening? Yeah. I, I, as I remember that that part. So I basically I am. I, I went I had a party at night and then I came home. I was sitting around the couch, you know, just just chilling, just taking a break. And um, usually my LinkedIn, I mean, I, I have a few um, assistants that, that have access to my LinkedIn account. If I want to do something, any task or whatever, I usually get them to post or, or get them to to, uh, to 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 do certain things on my LinkedIn account. But it was late at night. It was like I think it was like 12 or 1, 1 a.m. And they weren't available. So, and I, I was thinking, like, I don't know, I was sitting on my couch and I was thinking, okay, what else can I do to promote the event? I mean, the event is in a week and we have to get people. It's like, uh, I mean, uh, as, a, as a CMO, I mean, as a marketer, I, I, you know, I was thinking of, of ideas. So somehow th this came up and I, I didn't even think about it. I was just, you know, holding my phone, so clicking my fingers and it went out, basically. And I didn't really put too much thought in it. I mean, I mean, obviously the main goal was to promote the event. I mean, all, all the rest of it was just bluff. I mean, it was just fluff. I mean, it wasn't any like anything on purpose or, or intention. And so I imagine if you posted late and you'd had some to drink, I imagine the next thing you did is you went to bed. So did you discover in the morning that this was a mistake? What? How, when did you... Realize yeah, I, I think that was the issue because uh, um, I posted like one o'clock a.m. and then obviously I went to sleep right away, and I didn't even uh, think about it. And then the next morning I wake up, I was like, the whole heck, like what is happening? What is going on? I'm interrupting for a second just to add a little context. This is something that Mac forgot to say when we were talking, but then he told me about it later, which is that when Mac wrote that post and then went to bed. Russia had not yet invaded Ukraine. It was just amassing troops on the border, and there was a lot of 
skepticism around the world as to whether or not Russia was going to do anything. That that doesn't make Max Post any better, but uh, just worth noting. And then that night after Mac went to bed is when Russia invaded. So when he woke up, not only had a lot of people seen his post, but also the context had really um, gotten even worse because at that point, Russia had now started a war. Okay, back to Mac. Like I got, I got phone calls and messages all over, and like I, I didn't, even, I, I totally forgot that I even posted something. It was like people started asking me to leave the post, delete the post. Which post? What are you talking about? I look at my LinkedIn, I see what's going on, all the comments and all the messages that I received. So first of all, I, I deleted the post right away, and um, and then I started looking. Like I mean, you, you know, you know, you woke up like what's going on, and and I started yeah. looking through it, and then I see like what, what mistake I did. Oh man, so there are a number of classic social media errors in this story for people to learn, right? One is uh, probably don't post um, uh, after a few drinks. Uh, but but number two is, um, is be around to see the reaction. I- I'll tell you one of the classic stories in which you, you may not be aware of um, because you don't follow the news, but there were a number of years ago where this woman posted she was she was about to take off on a flight from America to South Africa and she posted this this very insensitive joke that she uh, she she really meant just for her friends and her later explanation was that she she has this reputation among her friends of uh, of you know being kind of um, a little tasteless with her jokes and um, and so she posts this joke and then she goes onto airplane mode and takes off for South Africa. And so she is offline for a long amount of time. And by the time she lands, this thing has spread everywhere. She is unable to respond to it. She has been fired. It's, it's, you know, it's taken over her life and she, she wasn't, she wasn't able to see it coming because she was offline. Um, so I feel like as we continue to talk about this, uh, and good social media practices, uh, a, a good lesson here is, uh, is a, a, a be in full control of the situation, <laughs> yeah. uh, particularly if you're going to be posting about something that you are not fully knowledgeable about, as as you said you were with the news. Um, is there before we move on to what what happened? Uh, how did you respond mm-hmm. to it? So I'm just curious if if as you look back on this moment, if there's anything else that you took away as a lesson or a best practice or something that you will always be thinking about whenever you post on social media forevermore. Yeah, I mean, um, the, first of all, there are not not a lot of time um, since it happened. So, I mean, I'm still learning a lot of lessons as, it, as every day goes by. Right. Um, I already learned a lot of lessons. First of all, as you said, you know, don't open, don't use LinkedIn, don't post on social media after a few drinks. Yeah. And 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 and, and don't post anything about out of desperacy. Like I think that was also a factor. But but uh, but mm. still, I mean, there are a lot of lessons that, that I'm learning, still learning, and we can get into it like later on or more yeah. deeper. Oh, that's uh, I I like that one about don't post out of desperation because what you I suppose the problem here is that in a way you were you were near the event you Mm -hmm. you you were you were trying your hardest to to break through whatever noise had been between you and your target audience in the past right you wanted Mm -hmm. to be aware of it and uh, and so you were really swinging for the fences you were you were trying something that you you thought would grab attention and it it sure did but not exactly Uh, so mac let's let's talk for a few minutes about 
what it was like for you to get the onslaught of response that you did. So you deleted the post, but that doesn't stop people from reaching out to you in every possible way. What was it like to be on the receiving end of that? Yeah, I mean, it was very hard. I mean, it's still hard because it's still in, in the situation. But basically, right after that was, I mean, the problem was, I mean, even though the post was only up for, I don't know, let's say six hours by the time I was sleeping, but still, people took the time to screenshot the post and promote, even though once it was deleted, it was still going around because people like took the screenshot and posted it like on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and other places. So it got viral that way. So people started to see my name and they, they searched my name, they saw my company. So they, they started reaching out and started harassing. Um, for example, one of my websites has a chat option on the website. Mm-hmm. So I, I received tons of messages. Like my whole thing was like, they, they, they didn't even know about the story. And then all of a sudden they see all this chat like messages going, it's going on. Like I mean, people like really, really like bad threats, like for no reason. I mean, this was like really bad stuff. I mean, I don't know if you can share this eventually. And, and uh, yeah, well, I would have, I would have, ma- I mean, you, you don't have to repeat it directly, but I, I would imagine you're getting threats, you're getting just a lot of anger, a lot of, yeah. in, a lot of insults, and then probably also, I'm going to guess, a lot of assumptions about you. Exactly. So, so that was my main problem because. Uh, people that don't know me, I mean, obviously they see that post, they assume, okay, he's a bad guy. He's how can he think of this? I mean, but but people that know me and they understand, they understood it was a joke and, and it wasn't who I really am, and, and and it wasn't who, you know, it's not really the way I usually post. So so they understood me and they understood it was a mistake and and this, but but random people that don't know me, I mean, I I understand them because if I was see, let's say, if some if some if if, if someone would write a message about against something that I believe in. And I wouldn't know that person. I will probably react the same the same way. So it's understandable. People got angry, and and, and it's okay. Um, Do you try to engage them at all? So it depends. So some people that I I, I smell that, that, that they didn't really care that they just uh, took the advantage. You know, people are online like to, to just to take advantage of any story and, and be negative and 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 curse and and uh, and post threats. But some people are I felt like they really care and, and they really mean it. So for these people, I, for these people, I got back. I told them that. I admit it. I made a mistake, and it was the wrong thing to do, and I really feel bad. And I mean, the whole situation, whatever. And most people changed their mind. They were like, "Oh wow, okay. I thought you were like a bad guy, this whatever." But they all changed their mind into positive, which was good. But I mean, again, I mean, the haters. Let's pause on that for a moment because that's impressive. Uh, How did you? And I, I say impressive because oftentimes when people are angry online. There's not a lot of reasoning with them. And you said correctly that you identified people who there was not going to be any reasoning with. But how, how did you how did you engage the people who you thought could be reasoned with? Uh, what was your approach? So, no, I mean, I, I just went through the messages. I mean, some of some of them were just a gut feeling. Some of them I, I can see on the message the way they wrote it. Um, I can see uh, I could I could see that they're normal people. They're just like angry because they, they really feel bad for this, uh, this and, and they understand that the, the sensitivity of it. But um, so th- these people I reached out, but some people, I mean, again, I, I also reached out to some people that I, I didn't know how sensitive they are, but still after my message, they kept on coming back at me. So that's also, that's when I realized that people are, are, are you know, whatever you're going to tell them, whatever you're going to apologize, whatever you're going to do, you're still going to be happy. So it's yeah. like, uh, you know, I mean, again, the haters are going to hate it, as they say. Right. 
did you ha- did did you worry for your for your business for your livelihood? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely worried about my first of all, the first thing I mean the, the, about the show. I mean, once they found out about it, the I show mean, that you, know, you were promoting. On yeah, world. we had we had like uh, big sponsors, like big companies, and, and they had an issue with it. So I had to be uh, fired. So I, I was actually fired from the show mm. um, at the moment. And that was painful. And then my other businesses got started getting threats, you know, on, 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 the, on the chat, on my emails, on my uh, social media all over. And yeah. it, it didn't stop coming. Like, uh, you know, it was like, uh, and p- plus people started sending me in private. I mean, friends of mine sending me private messages, links to Twitter where people like just random influencers just uh, decided to post it. Yeah. You know, it was very hurtful. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, more of my conversation with Mac, we're going to focus on the lessons that he learned from this experience and how he's trying to turn it into a positive. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, well, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month, which is why I was excited to try it. I mean, $15 a month is way less than I was paying for another carrier. So let's dig into the details. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the right amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data you never use. So to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash problem solvers. Again, mintmobile.com slash problem solvers. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month. Mintmobile.com slash problem solvers. All right, we're back. Let's keep going with my conversation with Mac. You posted an apology. When did you do that? Oh, so so yeah. So once once I started to, to coming to myself, I was realizing, well, what, what is happening? What did I post? What did I do? Then when I I realized how sensitive I was, how wrong I was, I, I realized, wow. I mean, first of all, it it, it, it bothered me because that's not, not me. I mean, I I was like, listen. I mean, that's basically an, an opinion. Let's say if I'm pro what I wrote and, and I believe in it, I wouldn't care. I would say open publicly, this is what I do. This is what I believe in. If you have a problem with it, I'm so sorry, but it's not. I mean, I, I'm not the type of person and I don't support um, negative stuff. I don't support uh, violence. And, and I felt like people got the wrong picture of me. So that was about me. So, and, and truly in my heart, I, I really felt bad and I really uh, felt like I need to apologize. And, you know, some people, as you know, like politicians or whatever, sometimes if they say anything wrong, they need to apologize because they have to, they have to save themselves. But right. it's not really true. But for me, I mean, it was really, really true. I mean, th- this, is, this is what I felt. This is what I meant. I mean, in general, I'm very like a, an honest, like true person. I mean, if I believe in something, I'm, I'm not going to change my mind. And if I don't believe in something, I just made a mistake, I'm going to say it. So this is what I did. I came out, I posted an apology post, and obviously some people accepted it, some people didn't, because this is how the world goes. But I had to do what I had to do. So How, how was the reaction to the apology? Do you feel like it did, did it accomplish anything, do you think? Yeah, I mean, it changed a lot of a lot of people. Uh, I mean, basically, a lot of people were confused. Um, first of all, people that know me were confused. Uh, 
what I meant with it, like what's going on, and what, what happened with Mac. I mean, I don't know him to be this type of person. What happened with him? So they got clarify clarification what what happened. And also, some people, even people that know know me, they they were like, uh, you know, they saw a post. They they they, they didn't really, really know the the real story behind it. So once they 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 saw the message, they were like, oh, okay. Um, understandable. They send me private messages. They they actually they actually apologize to me for being for reacting negative. So, huh? Well, that's good. So, and and I think that part of the reason why that apology worked was because it was it was it didn't it wasn't defensive in any way. You you didn't try to be defensive. Like you said, had this been a, a deeply held opinion, you would have defended it. But there was nothing to defend here. You you right. immediately understood. The mistake, uh, and 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 that, by the way, goes for for how I reacted to. I mean, I didn't see your apology at first, but when you had reached out to me, I mean, you had used pretty strong language to make it clear to me that you understood the problem. <laughs> you wrote right. to me, "I admit that I am a total piece of garbage." Uh, I mean, that's not that's not the words of somebody who who <laughs> misunderstands the problem. Yeah, I was totally honest. I was totally true. I mean, I, I as a person, me as a person, I don't have a problem saying when I was wrong, when I was right. So it is what it is. You know, you have to admit if you made a mistake, this is uh, you have to stand up for it and and be honest with yourself. And are you still trying to engage with people on an individual basis? Because you know, you could. I mean, Mac. What one thing that you could do here is you could just go dark for a while, right? You could just kind of disappear from the internet for some period of time and wait it out. Uh, and, and, and people would move on because if that's the funny paradox of the internet mob is that it's fast and furious, but it also has a new thing to be outraged about every day, if not every hour. And people will pretty quickly forget about whatever they were outraged about tomorrow and, you know, uh, give this a couple of weeks uh, and everyone will have forgotten that this ever happened. So, um, w- what is driving you to engage on an individual level with people, even still now? I mean, we're not that far out from the original post, but we're you know at least a few days from it. Right. So, 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 so again, I mean, some people told me like just just move on, just ignore it, just just get off the internet and uh, whatever. But I was like, I mean, for me as a person in general, like the way I do business, the way I do things, is I. I like to make an impact in the world. Like I like, I like to make a, make a big difference. I mean, for me, it's I'm not happy when I'm just sitting somewhere hidden and, and do my thing and make money. It's not about that. It's not about the money. It's about it's about doing things and making making the world a better place. So I mean, obviously, with that it comes the consequences of making mistakes and uh, being out there. This, but so I feel like you know, and also as they say that every upscale is an opportunity. So I really want to take the opportunity. And turn around this whole negative thing into a positive thing, and take advantage of it. And and, and you know, and uh, I mean, I think that, that just hiding is like is like running away from your problems, which is never never good. Yeah. I mean, some people are like, I don't know, they made a mistake. They they they, they still believe in what they did. You know, they they want to hide. They want to this, but I, for, I mean, for myself, I know it was a mistake. I know it wasn't myself. I know it wasn't who I really am. Um, so I really feel like uh, it, it, it's an opportunity to to get the word out and, and change and make a better um, positive impact and have so, a, a good outcome. So let's talk about that now, because you say that you want to 
do something positive here. What what, what are you doing? I know that you've you've started to raise money for the Ukrainian victims. Talk, talk to me about that. How have you approached that? Yeah. So so basically, I'm planning. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm working on different things. I mean, I. I, I Honestly, I think I will. I will still do it, even though, even though I mean, even with, um, without the story, because that's that's who I am. But basically, because of that, that that motivates me more to do it. It's basically um, um, we're working now on creating like a very big um, campaign of raising a lot of money for all the Ukraine refugees and everyone that is being hurt and being affected, and raising a lot of money and and, and help them basically. And how are you um, going to do that? What is what's what does that mean that you're putting that together? So we're basically like putting together like a, a program now um, to, in a collaboration with the Red Cross and other trustable um, resources, and, and working with some some uh, people involved in Ukraine, like rabbi, rabbis and and some big uh, big people there that they are basically involved in helping the, helping the refugees, and I, I'm basically collaborating with them. And we're gonna come out strongly with a big campaign and and, and just uh, just post it and, and promote it and hopefully uh, be successful and get a lot of money and to help uh, the, the most people possible in Ukraine and surrounding. You know, it it makes me think as you hear you talk about this how you were saying that you're you're not generally a follower of the news and uh, and and I, I wonder if had this not happened had you been. Do you think you would have been as engaged on this issue, or 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 even aware of the issue? Yeah. As... So so basically, usually, um, by general news, I'm not getting involved. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't even know what's going on. But this is this is this is a story. I mean, this is this is a world story. Everyone knows about it. I mean, even people that are hidden in a basement somewhere also get to know about this. I mean, everyone knows yep. about this story. It's not a secret. So so um. So the thing is that, that I mean, for me personally, especially as a Jew, you know, I, I know what, what my parents, my grandparents went through, you know, back in the days, and the, this, and, and I really feel for it when, when it comes to something like that, especially a war, where innocent people are getting hurt and affected. Um, that's where my heart is, and, and I'm trying to do whatever I can to help yeah. uh, situations. And, and and this, I mean, this does this does touch. Um, quite a lot of Jewish history too. The Russians had just bombed a um, Holocaust memorial site. Um, Putin has wrongly claimed that he's moved into Ukraine as a way to denazify it. That being his words, which is ludicrous, considering that the president of Ukraine is Jewish. Uh, so there, there's a lot of connections here, right? Um, can, can can you do? Do you think that? I mean. Uh, I wonder if there's an opportunity there, if you see an opportunity as you think about it to, to, you know, be a, a point of mobilization for your community for this, because this is, uh, this is an issue that I imagine that for many reasons that we've just been talking about is, is going to something that they're going to care deeply about. Um, uh, and, um, and may, maybe, maybe do you feel like you're kind of weirdly given the path that you've uh, gotten into this with that original post, but weirdly are in something of a unique position to to drive um, uh, more support uh, towards it. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. I mean, the, the whole campaign is not not uh, not, it's not it's not only for my community. Interrupting again, just for two small pieces of context. Number one, when Mac talks about his community, he's talking about the Orthodox Jewish community. And then number two, uh, I realize that what Mac is talking about with this campaign to raise money uh, lacks specifics. But I just want to note that I am talking to him 
mere days after that post of his. So uh, he hasn't had a lot of time to put anything together. Of course, time will tell exactly what that campaign looks like, but just wanted to be clear uh, that this is the moment in which you're hearing him. I mean, it's going to be a general uh, public um, for all communities, everyone uh, that has sympathy with the whole uh, situation, everyone should, should get involved and, and help out. But I mean, obviously, I mean, uh, it's easy to reach my community because I'm very well, well known there and people know me, but, 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 um, and how, how would you, how would you, sorry, just how would you define your community? Community. What I mean, like the in general, the Jewish community. Like, uh, I mean, I, I I happen to live in in New Jersey, in New York. I'm from New York and New Jersey, so here it's more public. But but uh, the Jewish community in general, mm-hmm. from all over and, and the entire world. I mean, from everywhere. It's not not specifically uh, the Jewish community. Right. Um. So d- d- let's just talk uh, as a final point here uh about why you were willing to talk to me uh in this way in which i'm going to ask you questions about this you're going to answer honestly we're going to record it and we're going to release it um we had talked before we recorded um but i thought it would be it would be worthwhile um kind of acknowledging that and you know this part of the reason you're doing this and correct me if i'm wrong is because you want to you want to make sure that people understand uh you in the situation, I, I guess it's a kind of at scale version of you trying to engage people one on one rather than uh, hide from it. Is that right? Right, exactly. Can you, can you speak a little more to to why that is important to you? So, so again, I mean, uh, as I said earlier, I mean, it's it's not like just I made a mistake and I want to hide and uh, and uh, run away from the problem. I mean, this is, this is not what I am all about. So first of all, it's for it's for the misconception and the mis um, uh, um you know the, the the way people look at me, um that's wrong. But 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 again, I mean the whole thing that I'm gonna do now is not about myself. I mean I am who I am. I mean a person is nothing. It's just a, a person comes and goes. You know it's not it's not like a, a um it's not about me anymore. It's not and it's not about my businesses. Right now it's it's mainly for the you know for what's really going on in the world and, and how I myself as a person. Uh, how I can be an um, be in there and make an impact and help out. So, so that's that's my main thing. And obviously, the whole story, you know, it, it gave me the motivation to 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 even do it even faster and stronger and better. Well, Mac, I appreciate you being willing to uh, share your story and be so open about it. And um, and I hope that your ultimate campaign to raise money for Ukrainian refugees is a great success. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Thanks to Mac again for talking with me. You know, no matter how you feel about him after listening to this, I think that we all can at least agree that his willingness to talk about it and to be open about it and to acknowledge the mistake is a lot more noble than not talking about it and not acknowledging a mistake. So I appreciate his willingness to do this, and I hope that this inspires a little more thoughtfulness and communication online where we really could use it. And that's our episode. I would love to hear what you think and maybe even about a problem that you solved. You can find me at my website, jasonpfeiffer.com, J-A-S-O-N-F-E-I-F-E-R.com. 
Also, I have some more useful stuff for you. I write a newsletter about how to future-proof yourself and become more adaptable and optimistic. I would love for you to sign up. It is at jasonpfeiffer.bulletin.com. Also, check out my other podcast. It's called Build for Tomorrow. In each episode, I take on some belief that we have that holds us back from progress and show you why it is not as bad as you think. Problem Solvers is a production of Entrepreneur Media and comes out every Monday morning, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Thanks to Deepa Shah for production. My name is Jason Pfeiffer. See you next week.